Good morning, good afternoon, good evening, wherever in the world you might be. I am Nicole BC, and you, you have know everything. everything. Hello, good morning, good afternoon, good evening, wherever in the world you might be. I am Nicole BC. This is a video all about AI and Web3. feel like a lot of y'all forgot about Web3 in the last few months. It's just been AI this and AI that and BZ just talking about AI all the time. And I get it. It's super duper exciting. The reason for that is that it will make everything even more accessible easier, more efficient, and that absolutely 100% includes Web3. So I'm still very invested in Web3. And for any of you who don't know, because I don't talk about it a lot, we're still in the building phase, although we are almost ready to launch. I am the CEO of a DAO, a decentralized autonomous organization known as City Roots. And City Roots is a collective of builders and believers in Web3. We are gathering to prove that not just business can be done differently, but economies can be done differently. Currencies can be done differently. And by rewarding each other for participating in our shared values and beliefs, we can create a better world. It's pretty exciting. We've got a whole product suite that we're going to be rolling out. The marketplace, the vault is the first thing that's launching. So am I, am I a builder? Am I a dev? Am I a software engineer? Absolutely not. I have more of the soft skills, but it takes all kinds. And that is exactly what City Roots DAO is all about. It's bringing together people truly due to value alignment. And also because you have skills I don't have and vice versa, surely we can be greater together. So I speak from the experience of a leader in Web3 space, not necessarily a developer, but I welcome everybody. Please check out City Roots DAO. Cityroots.io is our URL, so you can find us there, but get involved in our Discord community. You can also join my Discord community. Both are free. Both are a group of really, really amazing people who, again, all believe that through new world business building, by doing things differently, by believing in the trust, transparency, accountability, essentially the tenets of Web3, we're, we're going to change the way we fundamentally exchange with each other and therefore value each other. So thank you for coming to my TED Talk. I get a lot of pushback with Web3. And one of the reasons I am such an advocate for this technology is I remember working in music circa 1998 when Napster, I mean, Napster had been around, but I, that's when I became the head of marketing for an independent record label. And Napster became a very potential, very real threat, according to the major record labels. Now, obviously, an independent label does not have what a major record label does. And at the time... We were this really interesting, like holistic business model where we were providing a range of services. It's now known as a 360 degree model. The point being, we decided to embrace the technology. We decided to ask ourselves, how can we use this to our advantage? This is happening. And honestly, we believed everybody having access to music for free was a good thing. No longer were major record labels the gatekeepers. No longer did artists have to spend hundreds of thousands of dollars in production. No longer did fans of music need to wait and spend money and follow these very archaic marketing models. Everything changed, and very quickly, a lot of the industry fought that hard. 
They denied what was happening. They denied the progress. They looked to old laws, old systems, and tried to, to forcibly apply that. And we know where that landed us. The artists that embraced this idea of access and creativity, they're still around today. The labels that fought this, the artists who considered it stealing, they're not here any longer. And I'm not here to debate the morals of ideas and idea ownership. That's that's another concept. I mean, we've been debating for thousands, if not tens of thousands of years. This is an episode about AI and Web3 and how this technology can allow more people more access to the tools they need to be successful. And I get it. Things are like, it feels like things are changing like this. I wrote a newsletter a week ago, The Loop. You can sign up for free, link below. But I wrote a newsletter a week ago about 388 apps that are connected with or building on ChatGPT. I went to send it this week. There's now 500, I want to say 538 apps. So in a week, 200 plus apps have been added to this platform, or not to this platform. This is a list, but you know what I'm saying? To me, I, I filter everything through my values. It helps me make decisions. It helps me stay on, it helps me stay on track. And it also ensures that no matter what, ha- what happens, I'm going to have no regrets because I know I did my, my version of the right thing. So I was wondering, like, if you, like, you know, I'm kind of looking for different search terms and what are people talking about? And now I can use AI to help me with that research. And like the web three graph, like (laughs) it's almost like a vertical drop. And I get that we're very trend oriented. I get that we're very like distracted by the shiny object and the pretty birdie. And I I mean, I, I 100% fall into that. The point being that it's easy to get caught up with the crowd. That's what I'm trying to say. And so everybody's been obsessing over AI. And that makes a lot of sense. What I wanted to talk about in this episode is not how these are two disparate technologies. A lot of businesses and CEOs that I'm talking to are like, oh yeah, Web3 died in 2022. We're all about AI now. What? Uh, okay. Um, that's like, that's like saying, yeah, we're, you know, we're only doing zoom meetings right now. No more, uh, boardroom meetings. These are not mutually exclusive spaces. And in fact, using them together will 10 X your success. So if you're worried about speed, if you're worried about keeping up with the Joneses, I totally get it. The FOMO is real. Check out how AI and Web3 can not only work synergistically in the sense that you can use AI to build on Web3, you can use the values and the tenets of Web3 to help you understand which AI technologies are going to be best for me. So that's what we're going to get into today. And before I I start uh, (laughs) talking at you, (laughs) I just, and you're not, I guess I'm like preaching to the choir here, but you know, the thing I remind everybody when they tell me that Web3 was so 2022, is that like, that's what a lot of people were saying in 2005 about the internet, that web pages and websites were for tech companies, you know, your local mom and pop business didn't need all of the fancy bells and whistles. Same thing happened with social media. This is for college kids and people looking for love. This technology is here to stay. And don't forget, Web3 has been around since 2014. We've been building on this concept because Web2 is predatory. Web 2 has very significant issues. And just today, Facebook and Google 
were uh, held liable for news that was getting shared on social media platforms. News cannot be shared on those platforms or from Google as an example, because the various governments in those countries are saying that the platforms, Google and Facebook, should be paying for every news article that's being shared because they're reproducing somebody else's content and ideas. That's exactly what I'm talking about when I say like, we're going back to these old archaic ways of trying to exchange and then monetize with each other and they don't work in the 21st century. So what we can do together is figure that out. That's exactly what City Roots DAO is about. That's exactly what Web3 is about because it's by the people for the people. Web3 it's attempting to solve the centralization, the ownership, the gatekeeping, and essentially the censorship that's happening on Web2. AI can assist with that and beautifully. So if you believe in transparency, building in public, doing things in a manner that involves your community, your customers, clients, buyers, your people, and you do that by value alignment, you find people that also believe business and exchange and creativity should be transparent, that we should be able to trust the platforms and the creators and the businesses that we're exchanging with or just simply participating in, right? Like Web2 stalks you. And sure, that adds a level of convenience and the ability to customize the information that you're seeing. That's a euphemism for saying information is being censored so that you get what you want theoretically, but it's based on your buying habits. Now, this is what's really interesting. AI can actually supplement that need for customization and individualized experiences on Web3. So AI is not only solving the problems that Web3 has been difficult to engage with, the user interfaces still have a lot of work. It's not for everybody yet. AI is helping with that. We're using AI in our DAO to build out smart contracts, to build out these executable automated exchanges between users, businesses, concepts, monetization. So with Web3 and AI, there are a handful of ways they intersect. And the combination of these technologies is going to bring about significant changes in the digital landscape. So again, if decentralization, the idea that there are multiple owners, there's no one gatekeeper, no one proprietor of information that tells you what to think or how to think it. That's how I experience decentralization. And it's really important to me. That's why this is such a fantastic platform is because you can expose yourself to a million different ideas, a million different of service providers and knowledge economists and experts and complete wackadoodles. Don't get me wrong. <laughs> the point being decentralization, I believe, is paramount to the future development, not just of our businesses or our livelihoods, but of our communities, our nation states, our cultures and our economies. Now, if this isn't done securely, if we can't trust those different uh, organizations, communities, businesses, nation states, cultures, what's the point, right? So again, right now there's a lot of issues with AI because it is just scraping information and it's pulling information that we don't know is true or factual. There's no fact checking yet with Web3 because anything on Web3 is traceable to ownership. We can prove that the creator, the owner of that particular 
piece of content, that particular asset has verified this on the blockchain. Do you see how we're going to be able to start understanding that the information we're gathering and the data that we're analyzing is is trustworthy in a way that the existing Web2 AI dance is just not <laughs> sloppy. <laughs> it's like you're drunk dancing at the end of the club night. Yeah, you don't know who you're going to take home. That, I, I can't accept. No experience with that whatsoever. So, okay, I'm going to get into it now. Thank you for... Uh, I guess I didn't end my TED talk at the beginning. I have a lot of notes here only because I'm going to refer to a handful of different AI apps that are being built on Web3. I'm going to talk about a couple of technologies. I'm not an AI expert. I'm a hardcore believer in Web3. I am an AI user. So I wanted to refer to my notes. This might be a little more uh, read heavy than typical, but let's go. So we know Web3 is a decentralized web that aims to enable peer-to-peer -peer transactions. Woo! So it's connecting user to user, creator to buyer, business to customer. And it's doing that in a way that we don't need middlemen, right? So you can transact with me. You can send uh, cryptocurrencies directly to my Web3 address. There's no payment processor taking its 3%. There's no bank withholding funds for 10 days for who knows what reason. It's an instantaneous, trustless, and permissionless transaction. Because of a smart contract, you hit buy, I get the money, you get whatever it is that you're buying, bing, bang, boom. It can happen while we're both, well, it probably wouldn't happen while you're sleeping because you, you're clicking buy, uh, but it could happen while I'm sleeping. And you're getting you, the desired end product. You know it's real. It's been verified on chain. You uh, can see that instantly in your wallet. You can see it on any of the blockchain scanning websites. It's fucking amazing. I'm working with some um, entrepreneurs in Ghana right now, and they are enabling users and businesses and funding bodies to transact instantly. And it's like blowing their minds because this technology just isn't that widely available in that particular region yet. And cryptocurrencies have a different, especially when we're talking about certain stable coins, as at right now, this might all change. I was thinking about that in creating this video that like by the time you hear this, everything's probably going to be wildly different. But, you know, we got to do what we got to do. Uh, but so because of cryptocurrencies, certain currencies available, they're now able to send and transact very securely. A lot of the payment processors just simply aren't available in those regions for a variety of different reasons. But if they've got family living in different countries, like it is transforming the way that they're exchanging. And they're also creating an academy to help teach people why this is such a valuable technology, but teach businesses. And they've now connected with a funding body in Europe that can fund businesses in Ghana that are using this technology as a payment processor. One of their biggest challenges is that they're, while they're still working with some of the existing TradFi, traditional finance organizations that the people and some of the businesses are used to using while they exchange, there's a very manual process of taking money from an online bank and moving that into a cryptocurrency wallet. So one of the things these creators made is a wallet. But the users can't, if they deposit money into a particular account, that fiat currency, the land currency, which is what I heard, interestingly, the nation state currency, can't automatically be swapped out for a cryptocurrency. And so these entrepreneurs are having to literally manually 
make every single one of these transactions happen. And as they've just launched our beta testing, this is possible, but we're working on an AI or we're working with AI to help build out the automations so that these guys can really scale. So again, when we talk about values, we're talking about decentralization, we're talking about trustless, and we're talking about this instant ability to transact with each other without without giving away every single data point. These applications, these AI applications can leverage the decentralized nature of Web3 to provide secure and transparent data processing while also benefiting from the intelligence and decision-making capabilities of AI. So that's what I'm talking about. Like these technologies are going to layer beautifully. So we're going to be able to experience some of the benefits of Web2 without the big brother stalking a lot of the, and, and the centralized gatekeepers, one ownership, one person owning everything, and the potentially for that to all go down. As I said earlier, the user experience on Web3 has been slow to evolve. AI is going to enhance that remarkably. And AI will be able to personalize content, recommendations, efficiencies, and also improve the accuracy of Web3. So, as these, as this intersection is embraced, we're going to see better, stronger, um, also more user-friendly DAOs, right? So sometimes with these decentralized autonomous organizations, they, they're, they're new in the way that they engage and, inter- and interact with their people. I know what we can experience are some significant delays in terms of decision-making because there's no one person making all the decisions, which I love. <laughs> Uh, and we decide on the rules. So I was in my brain, I was thinking about like anarchistic organization. Anarchy has no rules, right? Well, I should say no laws. There might be codes somewhere in there. I've never properly involved myself in a true anarchistic community. However, does that even exist? Is that like paradox? Anyway, point being, AI will allow DAOs to really speed up the efficiencies, the decision-making processes according to their own rules of governance, which is exactly what the DAO comes together to create and decide upon. So I wanted to just give you a couple examples of how AI is currently building on Web3. I hope that this inspires you, plants some seeds, and gives you gives you a reason to not abandon Web3 altogether and just go with AI. Because I, I believe like not only are they intersecting, they're running in parallel with each other. And to build something that is truly useful, we're going to need a little bit of both. Again, that's that's my own bias because truly useful to me includes transparent, trustworthy, and uh, decentralized. So example, Augur is a decentralized prediction market that uses AI to make more accurate predictions by analyzing data from various sources. Platforms like Ocean Protocol and Metablock use AI to provide personalized solutions and automate certain supply chain management and healthcare tasks. I keep getting into arguments with nerds about supply chain management on chain and they keep telling me it's impossible and blah, blah, blah. Do you know why it's impossible? Because currently, depending on industries, so you might be in shipping, somebody else might be in logistics, somebody else might be in materials, somebody else might be in productivity, they all use different software. And none of that software talks with each other. They're all still very reliant on archaic ways of tracking and organizing and filing business. So it's like half of this stuff is getting taken out of a digital system and put into like 
paper, <laughs> like full analog. And I understand that like developing economies have are in different states of evolution and why some of these challenges exist. But blockchain can bring the automation and the transparency and the trust to this process. And AI can bring the efficiency and the connectivity that the naysayers are suggesting will, will make this whole discussion irrelevant. Healthcare, I think, is going to be really interesting as well. One of the things we talk, like we, the challenges here in the United States is obviously we have a very privatized, very broken healthcare system. And we've talked a lot about managing our own healthcare records, universal healthcare, but I, I don't think Americans are really ready for what that looks like. I don't know that your average person is responsible enough yet to completely track their own medical records, but with the blockchain, Imagine having your own secure wallet where every time there's a transaction, i.e. you go to a healthcare professional, that is then verified and stored on this wallet. Now, there are some transparency issues in terms of how much do you want that to be on public record. But again, if you as the user, as the patient are not connected and it's not your picture, your name, your address, your age, sex, location, blah, 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 that is attributed to all of this data, we're going to be exposed to so much more data that is going to improve the way that our healthcare industries can work. And so now think about that with AI in terms of data analysis. And this, this technology, I believe, could actually create a universal healthcare system that is safe, secure, where we're not being stalked or preyed upon by predatory big pharma. I, I might be revealing a little bit more of my politics in this episode, but... I think Web3 is, is, well, when you are a value-oriented person, politics can show up because certain political groups align with certain values. I consider myself very much in the middle. I look to values in order to make all of my decisions. I absolutely vote with my dollar. And uh, I vote based on not party, but values. So, of course, someone who's interested in decentralization, trust and transparency in business is going to have <laughs> values that align with, I would say, individual people that are involved in politics, not necessarily political parties. Woo, this, this one's going off the rails. <laughs> so DAOs are organizations that are governed by smart contracts and operate on the Web3 infrastructure. AI can be used to enhance the decision-making capabilities of DAOs. Thank you. And uh, enabling them to make more informed and accurate decisions quicker. So clearly AI is already building on Web3. These are not disparate, mutually exclusive technologies. In fact, they almost go hand in hand. So because Web3 is designed to be decentralized, it means that it cannot be controlled by a single entity or organization. So this provides greater security, privacy, and transparency. And this reduces the risk of censorship and data breaches. Web3 is designed to be interoperable in the sense that different blockchains, different networks, different decentralized applications, dApps, can make it easier for users to access a wider range of services and products. The ownership and control is for the user to determine. Users have greater ownership on Web3. They control their data and their digital assets. So this provides autonomy and flexibility and reduces the risk of third-party interference and manipulation. Now, is that for everybody? I don't think so. 
but that's right now. I actually do believe this is for everybody, but it's like you wouldn't give your 10-year-old the keys to your car and be like, go to the market and get groceries. You got to work up to it, right? So that's what we're working up to. That's what City Roots Dow is working up to. That's what I certainly support my customers and clients and buyers with. That's why I create all of this information and I share my ideas with you. I know they're not perfect. I know I sound like an idiot sometimes. I am not an expert. I am an enthusiast. And I think by sharing my ideas, you might listen to this and disagree with me. Guess what? You just got a new idea. You might agree with me and be an expert and together we can create something truly brilliant. So the innovation and opportunity available on Web3 is still in its very early stages. It is easy to talk to talk down the potential of an idea. The amount of people who tell you your idea is impossible far outnumbers this person who's going to get it, who's going to understand it. This is not my idea, but they were talking about, oh, it was... Um, Oh my gosh, the movie director and creator who's heavily involved in the NFT scene. He's using NFTs to both fund and make movies right now, not just in terms of monetization, but also ideas and brainstorming. He's set up a, a production company that's a DAO. Uh, the guy who um, made Clerks and is brilliant names, but he was talking about like when you're on the highway of ideas <laughs> and creation, the amount of people getting off at every exit because they don't think it's going to work and they don't know where they're going is, is like far outweighs the number of people that will stay on that road. Like you will have a wide open road if you can believe and ideas and keep going. And I kind of butchered that analogy from start to finish, but I think you get what I'm saying. Because Web3 is in the earliest stages of development, it means there's so much potential for innovation and new opportunities. And by getting involved in Web3 now, I hear you. You're not a software developer. You're not a software engineer. You don't know how to create a DAO. AI can help with that. ChatGPT is helping people gain like PhD level educations for nothing else than being able to provide, provide source material. So you ask questions and it will not just give you its version of an answer, combing the entire, I mean, imagine being able to ask a million PhD students a question about how to do something or why there's an opinion on something or what the, the five strongest opinions or summaries are of a particular piece of knowledge. Like that's what AI is gifting people right now. So with this greater security, privacy, autonomy, trust, innovation, growth, and efficiency, anything is possible. AI could, and you and Web3 could literally create the next Amazon, the next, the, a piece of technology that cleans up all of the plastic in the oceans, uh, a, a way for you to make money. I, I read about a graphic designer who's doing six figure months now because they're able to use AI. They're be able, they're able to now offer endless edits to their clients requests and they, they've been able to 5X their client load. That's, that's a graphic designer embracing AI instead of all of the digital artists saying that AI is stealing their ideas. So I'm going to end with that. That was longer than I expected. Thank you. Thank you for listening. Uh, you know where to find me. Hello at NicoleBZ.com. I would love to create an episode based on your feedback. Good, bad questions. How can I help? Get into the Discord container if you want specific support for me. I'm more than happy to... Uh, 
and go back and forth with you on whatever I can. That's why I create this content. I get lots of um, questions and lots of concerns and uh, it, it really inspires me to create something, hopefully to inspire you. That's the whole reason I do this. So thank you so much for being here. Thank you for, thank you for believing in a better world. And, uh, yeah, we'll, we'll, I'm sure chat soon.